0: It's time for the Creative Real Estate Podcast, your source for out-of-the-box real estate investing strategies brought to you by ecospace.com. Now, here's your hosts, Adam and Jason. Welcome back to the Creative Real Estate Podcast. I am your host, Adam A. Adams. And today, we have none other than Masai Ephraim on the podcast. Excited to have Masai with us. And if you want to know how to spell that, it is all in caps that's m a s a i all in caps so yeah. very very interesting one thing that we will get into is we're really talking about masai's journey and i think that this is going to resonate a lot a lot with you the listener because Masai is in in the beginning of his journey but he's doing some massive massive things he's taking massive action and i know we're going to all learn a lot from him today One quick thing is, what what year was it, Masai, that you bought that one bedroom condo way up in Palm Springs, California? What when was that? When you bought that? Um,
1: So the the condo in Palm Springs, um, it's funny that was actually a a transaction as an agent. So I was actually selling it um, for a ninety four year old client of mine, and that was in two thousand and I graduated college in twenty sixteen and it was right after that. So, that was in 2016.
0: Okay. So, 2016. And now, the lesson that we're getting out of this is you don't really have to use uh, small single family to get into multifamily. And we'll find that because Masai is actually closing on 185 units in 2019. 185 units. He has got two properties under contract right now, that he is closing with some partners, he's raising capital for, and those are closing, I think, this month. Is that right? Uh, yeah. So, the
1: first one is supposed to be closing in February, February 18th, and that okay. is a that was the 81. And there's 104 units that it just opened with an accepted, uh, accepted contract this month. So, that one is just getting started. So, that one will obviously close in the next couple months. So that it's, it's going to be exciting A uh, process of capital raising.
0: All right. So I really want to bring this out to the listener because everybody is dumbfounded. They're like, what is he talking about? He did a single family condo for, for a couple of, for a year, a long time ago. And now he thinks he can just buy 185 units within two months. Uh, so that's really the lesson that I want to pull out. So what made you feel like you could go to a hundred eighty and eighty five units
1: uh just a lot. I started to really look into it and educate myself on you know in the multifamily sector, on the investment side, and um, I realized you know it's the same amount of work for a triplex as it is for a hundred unit complex, and it's just a, it's just numbers, they're just numbers, and um I kind of dove head first you know i i was just like you know i why not go all out and that goes you know into my mindset i'm just like i'm just going to go all the way in and just see what happens i've nothing you know i'm really young in the in this industry i've nothing to lose so i was i was just going to go for it um and so i started going to these events going meeting people networking with people and really realizing like wow you know these it's not it's not rocket science um so i just put if I felt uncomfortable, I just kept attacking that discomfort um, mm. and just trying to force myself to learn about the the game. And I have, and now I'm just in it and I'm still very much a novice, um, but you know, clearly I'm doing some of the right things because I've met some amazing people that have brought these opportunities my way and now I'm helping them uh, to get these closed. And so it's 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 pretty interesting. It's been fun.
0: This is an inspiration, absolutely. And to me, just to think that in 2016, you did a condo and for a client and now a couple years later, you decided to get into multifamily because you talked to people and they told you that it was easy and somehow you believed it. And now you're closing on two properties within the first quarter of the year. Um, and so like how long ago did you decide that you were going to go to these 100-unit properties.
1: Um, really, it was, it was when I, I got into the multifamily investing game, I would say, a couple like three months ago, maybe four, but I was traveling a lot, too, so I wasn't able to really, really get into it. So when I did get back in town, um, and I just fully emerged myself into the, I went to some educational events. I went to a a networking, the networking event is really where I I decided Um, because the, at the educational offense, they kept, they kept saying, you know, go big, go big, go for the bigger units. And these are all coming from the experienced investors, the seasoned investors who've been doing it for years now. They keep encouraging, you know, us, us new guys to, to go big. They're like, go big. It's just as much work, go big. And, you know, most people hear that and go, no, I'm going to start small. And, and then I'll work my way up. Yeah. And then I, when they said they, the, the way my mind works, I was like, okay, so the veterans are saying to go big. They're telling us to go big. So why I'm going to go big. So I was like, all right, all right. That was already in my head. Um, but obviously there's a little voice saying, just start small, you know, less risk, blah, blah, blah. And um, I went to a networking event, uh, the Wilson Conference in Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it was good to see you there. Yes, that's where we met and that was it was so you can attest to how amazing it was. Um I was I that's where I really realized like wow, I can do this. Like I, I the resources are all here. Uh the work ethic is never a problem for me, so I was like I I'm I'm just going to do this and I really I just was hitting everyone in there just talking really genuine uh relationship building and that's what actually led to people bringing these deals my way and I was like okay you know I'm I'm in it and I and you take yourself when you go to these events before you hear about them and when you think about big time investors or big real estate investors it's almost like this foreign world in your head but then when you go and just immerse yourself in it you realize it's it really isn't that scary like it's very doable you, you know as long as you can navigate the waters and so in navigating at the conference and just at these educational events um it led to these opportunities and now you know now and i'm just full steam ahead and and i don't i don't mind failing i don't mind messing up um because i i look at those as opportunities to really grow that's honestly when i personally grow the most is when i mess
0: up um so yeah so let me bring to this bring this out because this is an inspiration to anyone listening it was just six weeks ago that we were at the Wilson conference at the family office summit, yes in miami, Florida and now so six fast forward just six weeks and you have two not not one, but you actually have two properties under contract, almost two hundred almost a hundred units per each one so it's like 185 units that you'll be closing the next one you said closes in like three or four weeks from today it's, right. it's like three weeks from today. You're already closing on something And then the one after that closes three weeks after that So like you really did you immersed yourself. You made connections So let me at least ask you because th- you're doing something that not everybody does mm-hmm. What w- did it take for you? When you decided that if you could pull out the parts of you that will benefit and help other people to to actually repeat what you've done and to close two properties 3 months after they decide, if you could just kind of break that up, I think we'll all learn quite a bit from you right now.
1: Uh sure. And cuz I don't I don't want to take too much of the credit, I would say that the a lot of the times in cuz just in real estate is a perfect example of this, um there's so many people doing it there are so many like even on the agent side like for me I'm an agent in California in LA there are millions of realtors out there and it's you know you you can throw a rock and you'll hit a realtor um so it's it's um the one way that I try to separate myself is by just being genuine being being actually caring about the people when I meet people when I talk to people genuinely caring about what it is they do and what they're talking about and this is something that really helped me out at the wilson conference is because you know you can you can tell when when you meet people um what their intentions are most of the time um and so what what ended up leading to these deals coming my way is at the wilson conference really just talking to people and really being interested in what they're doing, really trying to pick their brain and learn. Cause I was coming from a position of novice. I would be like, Hey, how I really admire where you're at. How did you get there? Um, that's you know, even you, when I was talking to you, I was telling, at the time I was like literally brand new and I was like, man, I really admire everyone here and what they're doing. Like you're where I want to be. Um, how do I get there? I'm, I'm excited to do it. I'm I'm going to do the work, you know, and everyone says that. But then since then, I've literally been on the phone keeping in touch with everyone that I met, reaching out to people, doing the research, underwriting potential deals, trial and error, you know, messing up. And, and then it finally led to uh, people reaching out to me saying, hey, I have an opportunity. And, and that's what led to these two deals that, that I'm currently um, raising capital for. And like you said, as far as what people can take away from getting to that point, is just being genuine in a way that, that just isn't artificial and people can tell. And it, that's – because they could have gone to anyone. They, that's why I don't want to take too much of the credit. They could have literally gone with these deals. They did the legwork and been like, oh, I'm going to reach out to this person. But they reached out to me because of an uh, impression, I guess, that lasted with them when I met them. And uh, they were able to, to want to be involved with me and want to work with you. Just be yourself and and really care about the people that you're working with or that you deal with
0: and good things will come your way. We'll be taking a quick break. We'll be right back. This episode of the Creative Real Estate Podcast is brought to you by both you and brought to you by the show itself. And we just wanted to say thank you, Jason. I really appreciate having you as a listener. And we have an ask. We've got a quick ask. If you have uh, been listening to the show for a little while. You love the show, and you haven't taken the time to leave a rating and a review. I just wanted to ask to see if you wouldn't mind uh, going into iTunes and doing a written review as well as a rating. Um, so that's our only ask. Let's get back right. to the show. Commercial's over. We're getting back now with Mr. Masai Ephraim. The first question that I want to ask you, Ephraim, is what is a book that you recommend?
1: Oh, man. I recommend The Alchemist by um, Paulo Coelho. I hope I, s- I pronounce his name right, but The Alchemist is a book that I read. It, I waited way too long to read it, um, but I finally did a couple of months ago, and it was reassuring, but it also just it made me realize... It was part of the reason, honestly, why I, I dove so hard into the multifamily um, investment world as I did, because it it's a book that stresses um your your personal ledger, which is just your purpose and and almost uh, it was basically not settling is what it was talking about, um which helped contribute to my whole mindset of going big that we spoke about earlier um, and and it for people who are looking for what they do or if they're unhappy with their job or they feel like they're not on path with their personal legend, um, which is a term they use in the book as far as it basically just means your purpose. Um, the Alchemist is a game changer. And it's you've you probably read it. I wouldn't be surprised if you've read it. It really, it puts things in perspective and it makes you realize that we only, we only get this life and we've got to make the most of it.
0: It is a book that I haven't yet read, but it sounds like I need to. The next question I have for you is, where were you five years ago? Just paint us the picture, what it looked like five years ago.
1: Five years ago, let's see. So that would be, it's just 2019, so my numbers are all thrown off. 19. 2014, I was a sophomore in college. And I had just gotten back from doing a year in, um, I did my whole freshman year in Italy, um, in Florence which I strongly recommend. <laughs> and, um, I was, I was really, that's when I kind of realized, cause I was an athlete my entire life. Um, I was one of those guys who believed I was going to be in the NBA, even though I stopped growing at five, nine. Um, and when I went to college, obviously I, I was like, all right, I'm over that. And now I was kind of just wandering. I was like, what am I going to do? I've always loved real estate. And it was always in my mind. But after coming back from Italy, that's when I started thinking about real estate as an opportunity to fund and just live the quality of life that I wanted to live. Um, And so that's when my mindset kind of just switched. Even though I was a sophomore in college, I was thinking, I'm always thinking like down the line, you know, I I wasn't a huge party or anything like that. Like I was just thinking, all right, how can I position myself? to live the quality of life that that I want to live aka as if I'm living in Italy or something like that and uh, so that's that's what kind of flipped the switch and that's where I was I was just a sophomore trying to put the pieces together and little did I know it wasn't going to come until a couple years later when I dove into the multifamily realm and that'll kind of be the main channel
0: so, a sophomore in college, a sophomore in college, out in just getting back from Italy, and you, the, something clicks, and you say, I want that. I want real estate. And instead of saying, I can't do real estate, you ask yourself a different question. You said, How can I? And fast forward to today, you're about to close on almost 200 units in the first quarter of this year. Uh, incredible. I love it. Uh, where do you see yourself five years from today?
1: 5 years from today um i see myself being a very seasoned investor um i've been acting as an agent up until a couple months ago primarily um, cuz i didn't i thought i always thought oh man you have to you have to have money to be an investor like clearly you, that's just get, you know that's common knowledge but then once obviously i started really educating myself you realize you know you 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 can utilize other resources and still be a part of transactions. Um, So I now see myself headed more towards the investment route um, as an investor in real estate. And then I'll just do transactions uh, for friends and family and referrals rather than, you know, posting my face on billboards and, and bus stops. You know, I'd rather keep it, keep it genuine with people I know and people who trust me and trust me enough to refer me to their friends on the agent side but i plan on in five years primarily be acting as a real estate investor
0: very important to note that um that masai said i see myself as a very seasoned investor it's important because when we have a goal you need to be able to visualize where you're going to be you need to be able to actually see yourself as a very seasoned investor if you're going to get there That's a tip or a trick that almost nobody focuses on, Um, but the one percentile, those people that do remarkable things and excel have always been able to visualize themselves where they're going to be, and so I wanted to point that out. How do you give back?
1: Oh, man. I try to give back just by every day. Like I just try to give back just by my interactions with people. you know, obviously, until I get to the point where I can really change someone's life, you know, monetarily or, or there's a nonprofit that um, I helped get going back when I was in middle school. And they're so active today. It's called the Self Project. I plan on really getting involved with them um, once once I am have the capital necessary to do so. Um, uh, but in the meantime, I just try to give back by my day-to-day interactions. I try to... I always try to figure out what people, it's, it's kind of weird. I can't, I tend to get a little preachy when I meet people. i um, I always ask them, you know, what is it, where are your dreams? What are your goals? You know, like what, what do you want out of life? And um, most of the time people, people know or they kind of know and I just try to motivate them to, to pursue it. Um, I feel like it's underrated people's ability to, to, accomplish their goals or to at least pursue them. And there's a lot of fulfillment in just pursuing your goals. Even if you don't get there, like me, I'm nowhere near my goals. But I wake up every day excited and grateful for the fact that I can at least work towards them.
0: I see you as becoming over the next few years, uh a speaker and 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 a one-on-one coach for people who are getting into uh, building wealth and, and, and multifamily. I think it just from what you're saying, I think your passions align really well with uh, wanting to help and inspire others to grow. How do people I've heard find, that. <laughs> how do people find you? How do they reach out to you? Um, you can find me on Instagram
1: primarily. Uh, I, I spend a shameful amount of time on Instagram uh, at Masai EDR Realty. Uh, let me so verify double
0: that. R's next to each other. Yeah. Cause it okay. can get, it okay. Can get you, confused. you go ahead and verify it while I ask you another question, just a follow-up question on your Instagram. Cause I'm very curious while you're looking that up is, is you've, you say you're very, very active on Instagram. And so I'm asking this question for two reasons. Uh, reason number one, I want to have a date stamp and and be able to see your progress of what happens going forward. And the second reason is because usually when you spend that much time, normally you have a lot of followers. So how many people follow you on Insta?
1: Um, So I've got two accounts. So my personal account um, that I had obviously since I was in high school, um, that one I've just got about 1,200 followers. um, And I just recently made my Real estate account, and I'm transitioning into just only using my real estate account, um, which is I've got about 276 followers, um, and you know I'm I'm really excited about that one because the people who follow that page really are gonna see the 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 growth and the process, and I think the people who follow my Instagram page, my real my real estate Instagram page are going to enjoy watching that growth because I, you know, and I, 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 it's interesting cause I don't know if you post like your failures at all or anything like that or your lessons, but I, I'm trying to find the balance of doing that. Um, for instance, you know, I, I honestly haven't even posted about the investment side that I've been that the investment world that I've been in. It's been all just as an agent, my like agent transactions.
0: I want to just thank you. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for being a part of the podcast today, the Creative Real Estate Podcast. You added a lot of value. And uh, until next time, think outside the box. Thank you so much for listening to the Creative Real Estate Podcast. And if you got value from this episode of the podcast, please take the time to leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Give us a written rating and a review. We'd really, really appreciate it. I'm gonna let you go. But until next time, think outside the box.